Welcome to Bristol Radio, your one-stop shop for all things audio from Bristol Motor Speedway and Dragway. Hey everybody, welcome into another Bristol Motor Speedway race weekend recap. I'm Kayla Vinci of NASCAR on Fox. So great to have you all joining us live here on their Facebook page. Um, I just flew back actually a bit ago from Talladega myself out in Talladega, Alabama. Um, great weekend out there. Uh, I absolutely love going to Talladega. Uh, it's a really fun racetrack. It has such a cool vibe, uh, kind of that goes with the whole weekend. It's th there's just something very unique about it. And I'm sure those of you who are joining the broadcast and have been to Talladega Super Speedway, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, it's a fun time. The infield, the Talladega Boulevard, there's nothing quite like it. So uh, there's plenty to talk about leaving that race weekend. I'm so excited to break it all down with you guys. So if you have thoughts and questions and comments about what you saw during race weekend at Talladega, send them my way. I already see some people uh, weighing in and saying hello. <laughs> so it's uh, good to have you guys joining us and please share your comments, what you thought of the racing and um, yeah, as we kind of go through and break down what happened over the course of the weekend, just let me know your thoughts. Uh, is if, there, if there's any Chase Elliott uh, fans that are watching right now, I can imagine you're probably very happy today. So um, <laughs> uh, let's, let's start with the Xfinity race. Um, Tyler Reddick, I've been talking about him all, all throughout these, these recap videos about how I feel like Tyler Reddick has really come into his own as a competitor in the Xfinity series. He's just done such a phenomenal job this year. He won the championship, obviously, last season in the, in the Xfinity series. Hadn't been able to get a win yet so far this season, but he got it done at Talladega in a very impressive fashion. So got uh, his first win of the year, his fourth career win. Also got RCR, Richard Childress Racing, their very first Xfinity win at Talladega. So that was pretty Pretty uh, big accomplishment for them to check off the list, getting an Xfinity win at Talladega. So I noticed one of the fans commented a bit ago about Gray Galding, and I'm so glad that you did because I had him written down as well on my list of someone that I wanted to talk about because what a great breakout performance for him. It was a career best for Gray Galding. And I have known Gray, truthfully, since he was about 13 years old. Um, because some people probably know, I, I worked at Langley Speedway in Hampton, Virginia for a number of years when I started out my journalism career in racing. And he was one of the drivers who came out to Langley Speedway. So it's it's been really cool for me to see him kind of grow and come into his own in his career just because I've known him for so long. So great performance for Gray Galding, uh, like I said, with, with, with a career best in the Xfinity race at Talladega, nonetheless. It's, a, it's hard to finish races there, as you all are aware. So good for him. Um, the cup race, though. What an incredible event that was yesterday. On the edge of our seats, I felt like, at the very end, um, for sure. But going into this race weekend, there was a lot of unknowns, right? Um, because of the aero package that NASCAR was using, and it was the first time we were using it at a super speedway. So talking with drivers and crew chiefs throughout the week for my work with Race Hub and, and some work I've been doing with SiriusXM, 
they were all really unsure of what to think. Uh, basically, all the drivers and crew chiefs kept telling me, we don't know. We, we, we don't really know what the speeds are going to be like, how the, these cars are going to draft, how they're going to handle in the draft, what kind of drafting they're going to be able to do. So that made it kind of a lot of intrigue just sort of going into the weekend. And all of the teams had told me how important those practice sessions, those two sessions they had on Friday were going to be so that the teams and the drivers could really try and get a feel for, for what they were working with. So that made it fun for us on the journalism standpoint um, to, to kind of to, to see how it all unraveled. And I see a, a fan, Cody Rose, saying, thank you for doing Hot Pass. I love the behind the scenes. Thank you, Cody, for watching. Um, that's our second Hot Pass kind of event that we've done this season. The other one was at Daytona. So myself and my NASCAR on Fox colleagues, Michael Waltrip and Regan Smith, did a little bit of a live stream all throughout the course of the race in tandem with our Fox broadcast. And uh, the goal was to bring you guys behind the scenes. So I'm glad uh, that you thought so. Uh, Joe Crowell saying it's great race. The new package was awesome. A lot of drivers from the back to the front. Joe, you are right because the Joe Gibbs racing cars, they all went to the back uh, for some unapproved adjustments. And uh, it was pretty early on that Martin Truex Jr. in the 19 car had already made his way towards the front. But that's kind of the nature of those super speedway races and the way those races sort of play out. But great point by you, Joe. So thanks for weighing in. Um, but let's go back uh, to, to where we were talking about the aero package. Obviously, that rear spoiler, uh, much bigger. There was just a lot of changes that they had done um, with the aero package uh, to the racing. So as I talked about, a lot of unknowns, a uh, lot of curiosity as to how it was going to play out in the actual race. So right from the get-go, in stage one, we saw a big incident. It seemed like it sort of began with Bubba Wallace. Not, it, it was It was a pretty significant accident for that early on. And like I said, I had been doing a broadcast with Regan Smith and Michael Waltrip and Regan kept commenting how surprised he was to see how competitive and aggressive all the drivers were right from the get go, right when the, the race began, they were already kind of going all out. And he said he was a little bit surprised by that just because of this racetrack, it doesn't take much for for big things to happen. One wrong move with by an inch and you could have a huge accident. So in stage one, we did see that. Uh, the stage one winner though was Ty Dillon. That's his second stage win so far this season in the Geico car, which I thought was, was great for him. And um, just talking with the, you know, those teams, it's, those small victories really mean a lot to them. And, and getting a stage win is momentum on their side. That's something big that they can, you know, reflect back on from the Talladega race and say, hey, we were able to get a stage victory. And that's a big deal. So I think it's been kind of cool to see Ty Dillon having some of those more moments this year. When he got his first stage win, he was pretty emotional when he was interviewed about it after the race. So um, good, good for him. Uh, someone asked, why are you sitting on the floor? Huh? Because that's where I want to sit. <laughs> I'm filming this from my house. So yeah, I'm sitting on my floor. <laughs> we're, we're very uh, organic and natural on this broadcast right now. Um, so stage two, the, the victory went to Chase Elliott. And um, wow, what a incredible weekend it was for Mr. Chase Elliott. Uh, I'm not even really sure where to begin because when Chase Elliott wins, it kind of feels like it's a win for the whole sport because he is such a fan favorite and he is a favorite of many people in the industry as well. I think everyone likes to see Chase Elliott do well. So he led 45 laps and uh, it was a one-two finish for Hendrick Motorsports. 
And that, that was a big deal for that organization. You know, when I had spoken to many people from Hendrick Motorsports earlier in the weekend, uh, they were all saying, wow, you know, we really need something, something good to happen. They had kind of expressed that there had been some struggles and there had been, been some difficult times uh, so far this season. And then once they got that victory, man, it was like a total different narrative. Uh, they were all saying, we really needed this. This gives us a lot of momentum on our side. And just watching all of the road crew mechanics, the pit crew, crew chief, car chief for uh, Chase Elliott, I was able to go to Victory Lane uh, as part of the live stream we were doing. And um, you could just sense the relief and the happiness, the elation of driver and team. Um, just so happy that that was able to come together for them. I saw every Henrik Motorsports uh, teammate of Chase's come to Victory Lane, congratulate him, all of the crew chiefs did as well. So it, it was a big moment for them. And it's a big moment for Chevy because they've gotten the you know a win now this season. And, um, it's just, it's coming at a great time. It's coming at a time where they really needed something positive uh, to happen. And yes, Joe also commenting that the Chevys worked well together. And that is part of what we see at Super Speedways. Drafting partners, teaming up with each other. If you have teammates there to help you, it pays big dividends. And we certainly did uh, see that with also Alex Bowman obviously finishing second. So great, great day for Hendrick Motorsports. Um, I was I was still at the racetrack pretty late yesterday and there's all, all of them were still there they were still celebrating they were trying to get the car obviously through the technical inspection post race but uh, I imagine it was a pretty big party in Dawsonville uh, Georgia for the Georgia boy Chase Elliott uh, getting his first uh, race win of the year so great for them uh, for others that I had written down as notables was Ryan Priest uh, he had a career best finish with third uh, good for him to be able to make it through all the melee and all the things that happened in the in the closing laps Obviously, we saw a big accident horrific accident for Kyle Larson so grateful to see him Walk away and uh, he, he posted kind of on, on Twitter some some images I noticed from that accident and uh, It's just it's incredible what NASCAR has done in terms of the safety of these cars and ensuring that all of our drivers and, and the people that we root for are, are safe and okay even after an accident like the one we saw with Kyle Larson um, so that was obviously a, a tough break for him uh, it was a tough break for a number of cars Martin Truex jr. he had joked with me two weeks ago that Talladega is his nemesis um, so he's just had a hard time, I think, uh, getting the finishes that he wants there. And obviously he was involved in, in an incident late in the race. So not a great day for our previous winner two weeks ago at Richmond. But I noticed a lot of you guys commenting, uh, about the fact that the, you thought the stands look full, that you really enjoyed the racing. So that's great. That's all we can ask for is that you guys, the race fans, are happy and pleased with what you're seeing. That's a good thing. Uh, so now we're moving on to Dover, Delaware this weekend, where all three series are back in action, which this is good for, for me personally because I obviously cover the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series as the host of the pre-race show. We've had about like four weeks off. So it, ha it has felt like a very long stretch. So I'm happy to see that the trucks are going to be back in action, the Xfinity cars as well, Cup cars, of course, so triple header weekend for NASCAR you're going to be sure to see a lot of excitement and Dover used to be the house that Jimmy Johnson built so he has had a ton of wins there 
And they have momentum on their side, obviously. Henrik Motorsports getting the victory in Chevy as well. So maybe uh, maybe we see the 48 car uh, visit victory lane for the first time this season with Jimmy Johnson. Uh, but with us talking a little bit broader picture about the races that are upcoming, of course we have to mention the Bristol Motor Speedway night race that is just, it's not right around the corner, but it is coming up sooner than you think. Uh, so that's all going to begin August 15th, which is a Thursday. Um, for the truck series race. Uh, the cup race, obviously the Bass Pro Shops and NRA night race is August 17th. One of my absolute favorite races of the year is the night race at Bristol Motor Speedway. So you can visit their website, get it ahead of the curve and start buying your tickets for the events that will be coming up in just a couple of weeks at Bristol because it's sure to be a great time. So thank you guys. Thank you all of you who kind of tuned in today and uh, were sharing your comments and your thoughts on what you saw at Talladega. I didn't really see too many negative ones, which I'm happy about. I know race fans can be pretty hard to please. So I'm glad to see overall you guys were happy with what you saw at Talladega. Uh, a bunch of people saying I'm glad to see Henrik Motorsports get back to victory lane. They still have got some speed, just had a lot of growing to do. That's from Austin Bullis. Uh, thank you. Yes, I, I agree. It was good to see them get back to victory lane and I know that they were needing it and that they were just as, as relieved to finally be able to cross that threshold and get the first victory of the year. And of course it's with Chase Elliott. He's kind of been leading the charge a little bit at that organization, believe it or not, at just 23 years old. Tony Kendall, Tony Kendall saying fan of yours, Caitlin. Thank you. I appreciate it. Someone else asked why my hands look so big. I don't know. It's probably just the camera angles. <laughs> Can't please everybody. Uh, but thank you again, everyone who tuned in. We're going to do this again next Monday uh, at noon Eastern right here on the Bristol Motor Speedway Facebook page. So if you're just now joining us for the first time, we've been doing this every single Monday all year long. So you can check us out all throughout the course of the season. Thank you again for joining us. I appreciate it. And we'll see you here next week. Thanks so much for listening. Like Bruton always says, we work for the fans, and we like making sports and entertainment fun here at Bristol. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with all of your friends on all your favorite social media channels. Like, follow, or tag BMS Updates so we can join in on the fun too. It's Bristol, baby.